Welcome to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Proudly brought to you by Cheese Links, bringing cheese and yogurt making to your kitchen. Cheeselinks.com.au Hello, everybody. <laughs> so I'm trying to get in there. I'm trying to get my voice down deep enough to match the guest's voice, which is going to be very difficult. He for has me. got lovely velvety dulcet tones. Hello, and welcome to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson. My name's Kevin Hillier. This is Sarah Thank Patterson. You. And you're it, quite velvety yourself, Mr. Well, I've Hillier. Had a, I've had a uh, I've had a trim and uh, a haircut, so I've, uh, I've sort of scrubbed you myself. Scrub up okay, you silver fox, you. Well, speaking of silver foxes, uh, the man who uh, I once said in the in, in interview uh, in in the press. I thought had the uh, the best voice on Melbourne radio because yes, he has got a he's got a wonderful voice. But to go with that wonderful voice, mm. he's a cheeky bugger, and he's a lovely, just a, a kind, generous, friendly one of life's just decent human beings. Yep. And he's an old pro in the uh, in the media game as well. He's been around the traps uh, to all sorts of uh, radio stations over the years. Uh, he, of course, his name is Craig Bullis. Yes. Uh, but you would know the voice. As soon as the you hear voice the voice, you go, ah. of the MCG, the voice of yes. the tennis. He was the uh, long-time uh, MC for uh, for the AFL. Yeah. Uh, grand final days and all the all the big occasions, Anzac Day, all those big occasions. And, yeah. and at the tennis, well, he just ruled. And can I just say, um, I went to quite a few Bulldogs uh, functions with you mm. in the day where we came across uh, Craig, where I first met Craig. And as busy as he was, he always made an effort to come over and chat to us, always – spoke to me, referred to me by name, how are you, Sarah? Hey, and I, it's just things like that. It might seem little and inconsequential, but to me I, I remember uh, mm. things like that because oh, uh, it's the mark of a, um, of a decent person. He is a gentleman, there is no doubt about that, and we will get to him in a tick to talk uh, his, uh, his food experiences. Our uh, food poll this week is a beauty. Oh, yeah. It is a beauty. <laughs> it's dragged, it's brought him out from all. I can't all believe we haven't done this one before. Underneath the strawberry patch, they've all come yes. out this week. Uh, and uh, also, we uh, a bit of a bittersweet uh, mm. to, to today's uh, program because it's the last one that Cheese Links will sponsor. Yeah. So you can give Janet a call, but you better be quick. <laughs> Five two eight two one nine eight four cheeselinks.com.au. We'll uh, explain to you what's going on later on in the program yeah. when we'll actually have a chat to yeah. Janet as well. But let's get to our guest. <clears throat> Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Craig Willis. <laughs> you are listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier, brought to you by Cheese Links, bringing cheese and yogurt making to your kitchen. Cheeselinks.com.au. Hey, um, Craig, first up, where in the world do we find you these days? Because I've got a feeling you're living the country dream these days. I am, Sarah. I, I live just outside of Mansfield, between Mansfield and Mount Buller on a little farm. Uh, I can't believe it's been 20 years that I've been in this district, still not classified as a local. Mm. But um, I still I still have a, a pied d'artère in, uh, in Melbourne, uh, <laughs> but spend probably close to about 90% plus time uh, up at my rural land holding, which I love. <laughs> it's a beautiful part of the uh, world. And do you have a, uh, a few head of cattle there? I've got some cows and calves mooing at the back gate as we speak. Woo! Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I've got 40 acres here, so there's enough room for some cattle. Uh, I have uh, my wonderful partner Donna with me and um, her hound Buttons, uh, who's a King Charles Cavalier, and our, our boy Rex the Wonder Dog, the great <laughs> hound, the Kelpie. So, um we seem to survive. We've got through all the lockdowns and everything uh, in relatively good shape, which has been 
uh, pretty good, though. I know a lot of people have been doing it pretty tough. So, Craig, are you, uh, how would you, I mean, when you write your tax uh, return, do you put semi-retired, retired? What, 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 what's the, uh, what, what classification do you come under these days? Uh, with the tax department, just uh, just a simple clown. <laughs> um, <laughs> semi-retired, Kevin. I still like you to do a lot of voiceover work. Still working with um, with three AW, of course, with the football, yep. um, some Channel Seven stuff for the front uh, uh, racing station over in WA, six PR and football. Uh, uh, wonderful clients like Bet Deluxe, uh, things like that. Just keeps the meter ticking over, as we know in this business, and um, it's just nice to have have good clients that look after you. Craig, it sounds like you and Donna are in the perfect location to get uh, creative when it comes to, to food and spend time in the kitchen. Is the kitchen a, uh, a happy place for you? It is. I'm, uh, I usually hand the reins over to Donna in this department, though my scrambled eggs are <laughs> something that are becoming world-renowned. Don't worry about local. <laughs> world-renowned. Oh. Um, <laughs> Uh-huh. Now, you guys will be very familiar with a wonderful show uh, that I still watch, and I think I've got the entire set on DVD, uh, Pie in the Sky. Mm-hmm, yes. One of my favourite all-time British shows with Richard Griffiths, who's a policeman but has a restaurant called Pie in the Sky. He cooks. And in one of the episodes, he shows someone how to make perfect scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. And I've never forgotten it, and I tried it, and Donna said, not bad, but if you try it this way, and now... It's my pièce de résistance. Oh, I, love. I love it because you really can mangle a, a dish like uh, scrambled eggs. It, it takes a bit of work to get – well, you don't want to overwork them, I guess, is the secret, isn't no. it? Well, I'll give you a little tip. This is this is from um, – oh, I, I, I swore to secrecy about oh, this one. Oh, it's only but us, if I make eight, if I do six eggs into a bowl and I get a whisker, that's W-H-I-S-K-A, <laughs> I um, – I whisk the eggs, but not as fully as most people would. So you leave a little bit of like almost one egg with a full yolk in it oh. and don't whisk it. And then the pan must be searingly hot mm. and then you pop it in and then you just stand there and very slowly, very slowly, <laughs> I'm getting hand directions here, very slowly, oh, I've got to put butter in the pan first. Mm. That's right, yes. thank you. Uh, butter in the pan, and then just slowly. And if you want to really, really impress, as as the <laughs> eggs are slowly scrambling, that you get some chopsticks and just twirl. Oh, you see? that's oh, a bit professional. Okay. And you don't put any cream or anything with your eggs, just no, the eggs. No additives, no milk, no cream. You can, of course, but you can also um, cut some chives up if you want to. We often. Have it with some smoked salmon oh. um, within it. Uh, even prawns. I've been known to do a um, prawns and scrambled egg. So that's about that's about it. Now the other thing I should warn you about: <laughs> we bought an air fryer. Oh, oh hello, hello! <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they the best thing going round? Well, I think still Donna certainly with her pea plates, me with my L plates on it. But um, the other night after we. The only thing I'll say, the instructions on them are all now online, or you've got to hit this, what do you call it, QR code thing, Yep. and it's a bit confusing, uh, not for me, um, uh, Donna's (laughs) very technically 
savvy. Oh, yeah, right. But if you want a simple recipe, good luck with your projects. Um, <laughs> that, but there is a lot online. But Donna's not a meat eater, so she had some lovely salmon, and I felt like some pork sausages the other night. <sighs> we cooked them in, in the air fryer in the same uh, space, and they were sensational. And you wouldn't have known that the pork sausage was, was actually cooked with the salmon, and you wouldn't have known the salmon was cooked with the pork sausage. Uh, okay. Like, you'd never put the two of them in the same pan. No, true. But in, in the air fryer, it just worked beautifully. Yeah, I love the uh, the crispy outer layer you get with the um, the air fryer. I sometimes put, yes. if I can find one small enough, a whole uh, chook in there, Craig, and do a well, crispy that's, skin yeah, chook. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You could put a spatchcock, I suppose. Um, yes. But we cooked <laughs> a, a round of roast beef, a rolled roast beef, which the local supermarket still does. They're not that easy to find. I think you'd both know that. Um, and that was absolutely delicious as well. So, um other things are zucchini. Was it zucchini chips? Oh, zucchini chips yeah, with parmesan cheese on them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, see, because um, I'm Donna's a bit of a health girl, um, and uh, you both know me well enough to know that I'm not. Um, <laughs> yes. There are my famous saying: there are things in the fridge I've never heard of, <laughs> and there are things in the cupboard I've never heard of. <laughs> so we have. Are you ready for this? Yep. You better write these down, Sarah. <laughs> we have. Tempeh. Yep. Kale. <laughs> oh, yep. Hey, Kevin, I thought kale was JJ Kale. Yeah, no, I just pa- I just passed out that they came out of that. Those words came out of your lips. <laughs> I know, you can't believe it, can you? <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, oh. Halloumi. Yeah, halloumi chips in the fryer. Yep. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what's lovely is a halloumi burger. Oh, yes. Or with beetroot and fried onion. Um Followed by, what else is there that's in there? Oh, yes, kombucha. <laughs> yeah, very I good for kombucha. you. Fermented's very good for you. I call it kombucha, but <laughs> apparently. Um, and there's a whole range of things that I'm learning about. Uh, a kefir, that's another one. Mm-hmm. I thought he was an actor, Kiefer Sutherland, but apparently <laughs> yes. it's a food. Um, we had kale chips one night, nearly burnt the house down doing that. <laughs> <laughs> So it's it's been a whole new learning experience for me. I love that. I love that Donna's opening your eyes to um, a great new uh, world of, of uh, flavours and healthy foods. But, oh, Kevin's oh, stopping no, me there. Oh, no, I've got to ask one because this one, this this will push you over the line into into never coming back again. Don't Tell, me there's, right tell me there's no tofu in the fridge. <laughs> tofu should be banned. Yeah, good. <laughs> the way good. I look at it. Good, well, good, I'm good. I'm getting a filthy look here. <laughs> but it is in the fridge. Tofu, tofu should be declared dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Oh, it's just ugh, it's just nothing to it, Kevin, is it? No, it's like what a, is it? it well, yeah. I reckon you used to use it to clean the blackboards in primary school or something. I'd be on Donna's side with this because silken tofu you can scramble like eggs. Oh, silken my bottom. <laughs> oh, Seriously. Look, look please. No, look, don't you do have a domestic while you're Leave it till later. But we're also blessed up there with some very good uh, eateries. Um got the Delvertype Winery, which has uh, opened up a whole new um, dining room, wine tasting room there, which is very nice. Uh, another restaurant called The Fields, which is very good. Um, we've got a couple of good pubs in town. Um, yeah, so in that way too, if we're you know, sitting around going, couldn't be fagged. Let's yeah. uh, let's head out, let's go to the pub and have something to eat, or to one of the restaurants around, which is which has been good because the town mm. um, 
luckily, uh, it has been doing quite well uh, given recent times. What about a sweet tooth, Craig? Have you got one of those? I have, and I must confess <laughs> that I've found uh, this ice cream stuff called Donata, mm-hmm. which is apparently, if you're going to eat ice cream, it's good for you. Well, it's not as bad <laughs> as some of the others. I love a berry with ice cream, like oh. a raspberry or a blueberry or a boysenberry. And my ultimate sin, a drumstick. Ah. <laughs> You're speaking well, Kevin's language. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh, a, I'm yeah. A, I love drumsticks. I'm a magnum man, though. I love magnums. Uh, well, I, for the, just recently discovered, is it boysenberry drumstick? Oh, yeah. yeah I'm just a boring old... But when it comes to drumsticks, it's just a normal drumstick. But now I've been introduced to boysenberry ones, mm. and they are very good. <laughs> but uh, uh, if, if there's one favourite uh, dessert over the years, it would be a cream brulee. Oh, yes. <laughs> Love that too. That, oh. um, that smashable toffee coating, and then you dive into the creaminess beneath. <laughs> the, uh, the way that they, um, the way that you know, they use that little burner thing to make yes. the top. Oh. Yep. No. But probably it sounds, it sounds like a tosser here, but I probably only ever have it in France. Yeah. Because oh. they're the only people that really do know how to do it properly. Mm. There you go. Uh, <laughs> now I wanted to ask you: coffee or tea or uh, neither? Or? Well, I'm at the moment drinking. Decaffeinated something, a cappuccino or something. Oh. We actually have bought a coffee machine that would have, the cost of it would have cleared the national debt of Bolivia <laughs> um, at the farm. And Donna's very good with that. Um, she has a PhD in it. I'm still on my L plates as well. It's the frothing milk thing I don't quite get. Oh. But anyway, um, at the moment I'm having a, as a Nescafe. Soy, a decaf with soy milk. Kevin, oh. I know you have a vast listening audience, but <laughs> I want people to still love me. <laughs> you better have a VB chaser or something going with that, Willis. Where, oh, where, well, that's who another are story. You? <laughs> I've given up the I've given up the grog. I haven't had a drink for what is it, fifteen months, I suppose. And this will, this will, at the same time, I haven't had a cigarette since then. Goodness me. I know. He's a renaissance a man. man. Yes. We've got, the, we've got the scoop. And how how do you feel as a result of that, Craig? Crap. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sarah, I've got to say, much better. Don't know why I didn't do it years ago. Yeah. But I uh, feel a lot better for it. So I still have a um, – uh, there's that much non-alcoholic um, nice stuff that you can buy yes. too, which is great. So. Yeah. I enjoy a non-alcoholic uh, Gordon's gin and tonic. Oh. Um, some of the uh, – we actually got a Hardy Brothers non-alcoholic Shiraz yesterday. Yeah. Um, the Donna is the drinker in the family. I mean, she'll have a glass <laughs> of once a week. But, um, no, I, um, I just gave it away, and it's probably the best thing I've ever done. I wake up fresh. I can remember where I've been. Yep. <laughs> Not sure that's a good thing. <laughs> um, but, no, it's been been quite a revelation, actually, so I'm, I'm – uh, yeah, and to do it, do it with the, the smokes as well has been a great thing. That's uh, that's a double banger. That's brilliant. Was there anything well, specific get... behind the decision, Craig? To oh, probably probably health issues. Yeah. Sarah. you know, getting older and thinking, mm. 
you can't keep battering this, which has had a fair workout, as Kevin will tell you, over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of a sudden you go, hang on, no, this is silly. Um, you know, not getting any younger, so better off, you know, mm. giving up one or two vices. Um, and sadly, sort of at the age now where there's been one or two of my good mates, or as Kevin will tell you, blokes we've worked with over the years who are no longer with us. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, it may be time to take stock and, and have a good look. But the, the one thing that I have noticed um, is that I do taste food a lot more, mm-hmm. um, which would be from giving up the smokes. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I would be a liar if I didn't say that sometimes I sit down with a nice piece of steak and think, geez, I'll have a glass of red with this. Yep. <laughs> but, yep. Yeah. But you're better off. You know, you can have a glass, but you think, oh, hang on, you don't want to keep going, better off just at a non-alcoholic one. Yep, yep. And and I wouldn't say they're the greatest tasting ones but, <laughs> that you've ever had in your life, but at least you feel like you've... Uh, and the Great Northern Zero Beer, that's terrific. Yeah, there's a lot of beers now. So you walk through the supermarket, yeah. there's a the complete... Uh, you know, there's 20 different non-alcoholic beers, non-alcoholic wines there now, which is terrific. Absolutely, yeah, which is, I, I think... And it's interesting when you go to restaurants. We went and saw Hamilton the other night. Yeah. Now, if you want to see a show, go and see that. It is oh, right. just sensational. And we went to one of our favourite little um, restaurants in town before, uh, Lupino, and um, the only thing non-alcoholic they had was uh, a Heineken Zero. And you almost feel like saying, well, maybe you could introduce one or two you know, non-alcoholic whites and reds. Yes. Mm. Uh, because there's a big trend of people not drinking. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, you know, a, a very, very good friend of yours from uh, from uh, your radio days, Darren Hinch carries uh, the Edenvale that he drinks around with him. So he, is a, he takes That's a right. bottle of white and a bottle of red when he goes to lunch and when he goes to dinner So because he knows That's, it won't be on the menu. Well, he was doing that years ago when he um, when he first got crook uh, yep. with his liver. Yep. Uh, it was like grapefruit juice and a, you know, and a wine bottle that he used to take um, to the places when he went out, so... Um, yeah, no, there's plenty of that um, that's available, which is good. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. Hey, do you miss the, the, the tennis and, the, and the, the, the footy when it sort of kicks back in again? Do you miss the, the cut and thrust of being involved in those those big events? Oh, I think so in some ways, but in other ways probably not so much these days. It's changed so much too. Yeah. Um, the way things are done, it's um, – you know, I shudder at some of the things I see, not so much with the AFL or the, but the tennis sometimes. I just shudder, I just think. What are they trying to achieve here? Um, just watching things that could be done so easily, they turn it into the most complicated way of doing something. Um, you know, but I, 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 the AFL still do the same old, same old thing, which is which is good. But some of the other things, I was watching some presentation the other day, and it was just a complete cock up. Yeah. And I've got, I've got to say, I watched the um, the Melbourne Premiership flag coming out on the MCG the other day. And you'd know this. You've been there. You've probably compared one to the Bulldogs, not back in 1954. But <laughs> Thank recently. you. You sure? But, <laughs> hey. Well, I'm trying to be nice to each other. <laughs> um, but to me, it was the unfurling of the flag. And yet the Melbourne Football Club had the flag already unfurled and brought it out on the ground, being held by some of their greats, which is fine. And it was lovely to see Ron Barassi there and Greg Wells and Hassaman and all that. But they didn't unfurl the flag. They 
put it up a flagpole. Mm. And I thought, why would you do that without doing it the way, in my opinion, it should have been done, was to put the flag up and then let you know, Ron pull the rope and it unfurls the flag. Yeah. I thought it looked stupid. No, anyway, see, it's the, it's the optics. It's the people, everyone on the end of the flags, and they walk through and they get uh, drone shots above it and all that. It's all done for the arty-farty part of it these days and not necessarily. Correct, and that's one of the reasons yeah. I'm glad I'm no longer involved in such things like that because it just infuriates me that they're all run by smart young things who seem to know everything. Um, and yet when it looks like crap, um, they go, oh, yeah, it was really good. And yet some of the older people, and I've had a few other people made the same comment, look terrible. Yeah. But anyway, that's why I really couldn't be fagged being involved because whatever you say, nobody listens to you. Yeah, exactly. Was the tennis more your favourite than the footy or the footy than the tennis? Oh, they were about equal, I'd say, Kevin. Yeah. Um, tennis was a lot of work. Uh, it was a full month. You know, the, well, it's all changed again now with... Uh, you know, the old days it was Brisbane for a week, Sydney for a week, and then the Open for two weeks. So yeah. it was you now a pretty long month. But now they have this cup thing that I think has been a total failure, uh, to be quite honest. Um, you just wonder, this is what I see about events, and it's not just the tennis, but it's uh, to an extent the racing these days. Um, the people go, what are they going for? Are they going for the, the sport? No, they're going for the party. Mm. So the Australian Open has become one big piss-up mm. with a tennis tournament attached to it. And you think, well, what's that actually doing for the sport? Is it encouraging young people to take it up? Not really. That's a really interesting but, you know, distinction, tennis, yeah. Yeah, well, tennis gets a, um, uh, a run for a month in Australia, when you think. That's the only time we ever think about it. Yep. And the lead-up tournaments, there's nobody at those, which is a shame, but there used to be a, a decent crowd, and each state used to hold a, you know, a tournament. But the Hotman Cup's gone, the Sydney International's a shambles because nobody wants to play in it. Um, it's sort of this ATP Cup thing that doesn't mean anything to anyone. Um, uh, and this sort of, I think, robbed the game of you know that grassroots enticement for kids to go along and you know, mm-hmm. watch players, and then yeah. you get... Dickheads like Kyrgios carrying on like a two-bob watch, um, which they now classify as, oh, yes, he's naughty, but gee, it's entertaining. Mm. Oh, yeah, really? Thanks. Well done. (laughs) But you get Barty, who's a shining example to young kids, and she is. She's a wonderful girl. Um, You know, shining light in Australian tennis at the moment. Uh, Don't worry, they'll all be patting themselves on the back saying, oh, look what we did. They did nothing for Ash Barty. She's the one who's done it all with Craig Tizer. Yeah. And yet they pour millions of dollars into blokes like Tomic and get no result. And that whole Djokovic thing was an absolute disgrace. Mm. I I can't believe that heads didn't roll over that. Because the the whole thing was that they were determined, come hell or high water, of getting him there for the crowd's sake without, because they didn't have a federal. Yeah. So, hey. anyway, I've had, I've had my say. Yes. Just controversial. No, that's, <laughs> and, and that's an yeah. opinion based on many, many years of being uh, very heavily involved yeah. in the uh, in the sport. Hey, if you were throwing, you and Donna were throwing a dinner party and you could invite anybody, anybody, dead or alive, who makes who makes the table uh, up there well, in, up there in the land with the land and gentry in Mansfield? <laughs> with the land and gentry in the, up our way. I'll, I'll check with um, with Madam here. Um, <laughs> if you could have a dinner party, we'll say we'll limit it to six. You pick three, I pick three. They're alive. Yeah, well, whoever. Hugh Jackman. Oh, yeah. Yes. 
Um, go on, Winston Churchill. <laughs> Churchill. There's no one more. Come on from here. Um, it has to be a woman. Stand by. <laughs> Don't say Mother Teresa. <laughs> Mother Teresa. Right. There you go. Well done, Donna, on the fly. I like yeah, that. Yeah, on the fly. Um, right, for me, and I had the privilege of meeting him before he died, would be Chuck Yeager. Oh, right. Man yeah. who broke the speed of sound. Harry Chapin. Yes. I interviewed him, never went to his concert thinking he'll be back, and three weeks later he was killed in a car accident. Yeah, on the LA Yeah, and Jonathan Brown. Good, I love Brownie. Oh, that's a great uh, the old mix. Lion, the old lion comes out on you in the end. It does, it does, Kevin, it does. <laughs> and would you be having uh, halloumi burgers? Would we be serving halloumi burgers? No bloody way. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd probably go out and, and get one of the geese. And No, I wouldn't do that. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, it would be uh, rolled roast pork yep. uh, with all the trimmings, something like that. And a creme brulee yeah, for dessert. I a creme brulee yeah. to finish off. Thanks, Sarah. Well Beautiful. done. Hey. Um, <laughs> Kevin, I was just going to say, I had a message back from Bevo the other day. I sent him a little message to say good luck for the year. Yes. And through all the crap that he went through, which was just unbelievable, um, he's got sent me a message back just saying, thanks, mate, hope you're well. And I thought, gee, that speaks volumes for that one. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's class. Yeah, it yeah, what it's a ripping class. fella. Yep. yep. Absolutely. Yep. As are so, you, Mr. Look, Willis, and it's been a great privilege and pleasure for yes. us to have a chat to you. Well, thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Kevin. As always, great to catch up with you guys. And the podcast is going well, I'm led to believe. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, the podcast is good and life's pretty good, and uh, I'm glad it is for you and Donna as well. Well, thank you, guys. The pleasure to chat with you, and uh, as they say in the classics, carry on. <laughs> Thanks, Craig. Thanks, Craig. Take care, mate. See you, guys. Bye. All right. Uh, just mm. uh, we wanted to do now is is uh, to it's become to, it's going to be a little bit of a sad part of mm. uh, of food bites. Um, we've just had lots of laughs with Craig Willis, but this is going to be a bit different because we're bidding farewell to our sponsor, who's been wow. our sponsor for almost the entire 200 episodes that we've done of this yes. show, and that, of course, is Janet from Cheeselings, who's on the line now. Hello, Janet. Hello. Hello, you guys. And, yeah, I am a bit sad that I'm I'm sort of giving food boats away, but uh, new, new things, yeah, new things moving forward for me, and I'm really looking forward to... A little bit of um, speed up time, a little bit of travelling and relaxing and cocktails, you know, in the afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, you know, happy hour with cheese and drinks. (laughs) Oh, of course. (laughs) So just to to fill our listeners um, in, Janet, so so you and Hutchie are kind of, um, well, I guess, retiring from the business. Yeah, we're retiring. Um, Michael and Susie. Michael, who's been working for Chief Links for the five years, is going to be taking over. And um, yeah, so Chief Links is going into a new phase as well as Janet and Hutchie. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a bit sad, uh, a bit scary, uh, but it's also a very, I'm very happy about the about the whole situation. Yeah. So. Yeah, and and I'm leaving Tyson in some really good hands, so I'm happy about that too. So, yeah, (laughs) we've had so many good times, um, Janet, and I I guess one one of the standouts was um, the day that Kevin and I popped down to uh, to do a cheese making workshop. (laughs) 
<laughs> Wasn't that a great fun day? It yeah. was. That was terrific. <laughs> uh, it was, and the things turned great. out good too, which was even better. Well, considering that Kevin yes. didn't really put much effort in, he oh, and Hutchie oh. were out talking out the back. <laughs> there was some serious punting oh, to be done. Did, he did do a bit of stirring. Yes, I did. <laughs> He's good at that. <laughs> yes. Look, we just wanted to say thank you for the great support you've given us uh, over the journey of uh, of this of this podcast, and you've become such a an important part of uh, this podcast. And obviously, we've become very good friends out out of it as well. So, I know you're heading yes. off uh, overseas on uh, on the, uh, in a couple of days' time to to start the the first part of the adventure. But uh, health and happiness yes. and and goodwill to to you and Hutchie, and uh, and thank you so much for your support. Yeah, it's been a real pleasure and I've, I've loved um, checking out the different guests that you've had every week and there's been some really exciting ones, some funny ones and, yeah, it's been it's been a great journey for both of us, I think. Yeah. And yeah, well, um, and I'm hoping that someone will step up and um, take Chiefland's place and make sure that Food Bites keeps going and, yeah, a lot of success and hopefully... Yeah, more to come for you guys. So. Good on you. Thank Thanks, you, Janet. Janet. <laughs> uh, bon voyage no and have a have a have a happy and safe trip uh, to Fiji. Yes. Yeah, looking forward to it. And um, yeah, you guys take care, and I'll, I'll be listening still every week. So <laughs> yeah, just yeah, occasionally say hello, maybe. <laughs> Beautiful. Good Thanks, on you, Janet. Janet. Thank you. All right. Bye. You are listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Brought to you by Cheese Links. Bringing cheese and yogurt making to your kitchen. Cheeselinks.com.au. All right, uh, so uh, another phase opens uh, for us here yeah. on, on Food Bites. And uh, look, if you want to be a sponsor, by all means, get in touch with the Facebook page and we'll, we'll have a chat. But uh, we'll be letting you know details of who is jumping on board soon. Uh, as soon as we get it organised. Thank you, Janet. Thank you, Hutchie. Yeah. Thank you, Cheeselinks. It's been wonderful. Been yeah. fantastic. Now, what isn't fantastic is kale. <laughs> According to you. Well, it's not. Not just me. It can be. It I, can be. I have written evidence that it's not good. <laughs> Should we just dive straight in? Can I do the first one? Oh, why not? Okay. Sam Newman says, <laughs> a distasteful substitute for sensible greens. The start of the push to eat insects and grass. I'm with you, Sam. <laughs> yeah, it's not like spinach, is it? No. Old croaky. Love old croaky. Mm. No amount of health benefits promotion can heighten my desire to eat kale. Whenever I see it on the menu, my appetite collapses like an overcooked kale leaf. Jan says never. Mark Hardy, I am a no. Not enough taste, in my opinion. And Peacock says yuck, yuck, disgusting. It's pretty clear. Sally says... I agree, Anne. I'd rather eat grass. Got more flavour. CG off uh, Twitter says uh, yes. In salads mm. and soups, and occasionally kale chips too. Got to try the kale chips. Terry Daniel says nay. Karen says kale slaw only. Yeah. Sue Hosking, kale chips are pretty nice, but I haven't had it any other way. Rebecca says, uh, this is Rebecca Kane, mm. who says, it has to be cooked right. I like Chinese kale, it's uh, more like spinach. Some other varieties are too bitter. Yes. Lydia says, nay, only if you're a horse. Salaran says, it may have all those amazing properties, but then again, so does pizza, so (laughs) it's a no from me on the car and a yes on the pizza, obviously. (laughs) Muriel Cooper, yay in soups, pasta, et cetera. Uh, Forget it uh, in the smoothies, yuck. Kathy Vicious says, definitely nay. You know I'm, sure, I'm sure Steve, our producer, is Kathy Sussman, would be very happy <laughs> about that. his lucky stars. Steve, Steve is not a kale man, you can just tell. Davin or is it Davine? <laughs> Davin Nicholas. Yay. 
Jack. Sorry, Kevin. Uh, Is it kale or kale? He says it's okay in a salad. Kale slaw or kale chips? Sue Landry says, don't know on this one as I don't think I've ever eaten it. Well, Mm, I'd keep it that way, Sue. (laughs) Joylene, not for me. Julie says, no, thanks. Silvana, it's a no from me. Glenn Rodder says, now this may be, it must be a bit of a joke, Pat. Surely no one eats this garbage. (laughs) A big nay from me, but then says, Kerry Rodder might eat it. (laughs) Kerry says, Glenn, I love the stuff. Kale chips, sautéed kale, kale in quiche, raw kale in a salad, yum. Glenn doesn't know what he's talking about. Anne says, no, 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 just no. Michelle Smith, vomit. That is a big no from me. And you can do the second last one, then I'll do the last one. <laughs> Artie Stevens says, not for a nanosecond. Wayne says, the only good thing about Carl is that it seems to be going off trend. <laughs> so it doesn't pop up in practically every dish you order when you're out somewhere, even remotely cool. I think he even started by saying moo. It's, well, he did. It's stringy and fibrous and gross. Ugh. You need an intravenous drip after a meal featuring this green stupidity <laughs> as you'll be exhausted after trying to chew even the smallest <laughs> yeah. amount of it. And digesting kale is a job for a ruminant <laughs> with at least three stomachs. <laughs> oh, yeah. And preparing it is a nightmare. nightmare. (laughs) This stuff is practically indestructible. Mm. Fair dinkum, if mankind ever gets it together enough to travel to Mars, then we should make the spaceship (laughs) out of kale or avocado. (laughs) Uh, That was me throwing that in. Uh, The weird leaves are like pieces of peeled cane toad. (laughs) Uh, That is... They're tough as nails and strangely waterproof, (laughs) which cane toads are. Uh, We just need to work on the right glue. And it's called a superfood. Now, I think this term is corporate bullshit. Invented by marketing bellends to sell stuff that is really gross but has Ah, a high profit margin. He's Mm, all over it. He's onto something there. If uh, you want to gross your kids out by putting green stuff on their plate, then they will refuse to eat anyway. Uh, this is much che- There are much cheaper and easier ways to prepare options and other options yep. too out there uh, that this overpriced green barbed wire yeah. is not one of them. No, wow. no, 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 no. That's no. a pretty accurate description, I would have thought, comparing it to a cane dough. Can I ask kale chips? What is that? What sort of uh, chip variety is it? I mean, I go with your your uh, potato ones. Mm, I, well, obviously. remember Craig Willis said that he nearly burnt the house down. Well, you need to put them. As far as I'm aware, I've never tried, but you just put the leaves into a, or you spray them with um, olive oil, and you put them into a very hot oven, That's and they not a um, chip. Well, apparently they turn into chips. They go quite. Hard and crispy. That's not a chip. A chip is a piece of potato. Yeah. No, no, no. A lot of people swear by them. I'll I swear think by it them. Takes the, um, the bitterness <laughs> out, but maybe that's one we'll try, Kevin, and road test. <laughs> that may be the funniest thing you've ever said. I haven't got a snowball's chance in hell. That may be the funniest thing you've ever said. Uh, thank you to Craig Willis for being on our thank program. You. We really appreciate you. He is a good bloke and uh, uh, good luck to you, Craig, uh, and to Donna. Uh, good luck to you, Donna. Uh, we should go up for dinner where, where the landed gentry live and uh, have our nice rolled pork roast and a creme brulee for it dessert. It would be lovely. Absolutely <laughs> delightful it would be. Uh, uh, thanks once again to Janet and Cheeselings uh, for yes, her great support you. over many, many years now uh, with this podcast and we wish her and Hutchie mm. all the best. Bon voyage. Have a great trip and we'll see you next week on Food Bites. Thanks for listening to Food Bites. Check out our Facebook page and Twitter for recipes, tips and all the latest news. That's Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Brought to you by Cheese Links. Bringing cheese and yoghurt making to your kitchen. All you need to know at cheeselinks.com.au.